Hey, Hero Maker. If you're like me, you remember waiting by the radio for your favorite song to play so that you could hit record to capture your favorite songs for the perfect mixtape. And we want to invite you to help us create the ultimate marketing mixtape. It will include your favorite moments that happened this year on the Marketing Made Simple podcast. So just call and leave us a voicemail at 615-649-0705 and tell us what episode or conversation really helped you make your marketing easier, make it work. Again, call 615-649-0705 by Friday, November 11th. And then together, we'll make a marketing mixtape to help you rock out even more clarity and growth for your business as you enter into this new year. Hey, Hero Maker. Have you heard of the podcast CEO School hosted by Sanira Madani? It's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, which is, of course, the audio destination for business professionals like yourself. I think that you'll really like CEO School because it is committed to closing the gap and helping more women level up by sharing stories and strategies from really powerful women in leadership. Here are some of the amazing episodes to check out first. Building Million Dollar Brands with the OG girl boss, Sophia Amoruso. Learn how Sophia Amoruso built and grew big companies even after failing hard on the public stage how to create and sell a physical product step-by-step. Hear firsthand how to navigate the actual process of launching a physical product. How to nail your media appearances and pitches. Jessica Abo, a media trainer and keynote speaker, she's gonna share her 20 plus years of TV and news experience to help you share your stories with the world. So let's go female entrepreneurs and those who support them. Listen to CEO School wherever you get your podcasts. If you've ever been a part of a fundraising campaign, you know how much weight is on the shoulders of fundraisers to get their messaging right. In today's episode, I interview StoryBrand certified guide, Casey First, and she talks about three things specifically that fundraisers should focus on when creating a clear message in their marketing. And one of those things I had never even heard before. So on today's episode, you're gonna get amazing tips that will set up your next fundraising campaign for success. I'm about to start the show. Hello, Hero Maker. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hey, JJ. And hey, Hero Maker. Okay, listen up, Hero Maker and JJ. Okay, you won't believe this. (laughs) But, okay, you know, Brent and I, we live in Nashville, and we flew to Portland, Maine. And then from Portland, Maine, we drove to New Hampshire, to the White Mountains in New Hampshire, to do this hut to hut hiking adventure. Of course you did. Of course of I course did. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get there. And then at the hut, there are like four tier bunk beds in these rooms and all of this. And you eat meals collectively together. They made us pizza that night. They called it the pizza hut. It was hilarious. <laughs> and I'm sitting next to a guy. His name is Bryn. And he's like, uh, so what do you do? 
So then I said, well, a lot of business owners and business leaders, they have no idea how to actually talk about their business when they sit down to write an email or a website or a social post. You know, they're staring at the screen and they just don't know what to say. So we have a story framework that really helps people clarify their message so that their customers will engage. Which is our one-liner formula. Yes. (laughs) You, in the white mountains of New Hampshire, (laughs) you are sticking to the marketing made simple formula one-liner. I love that so much. I've done it so many times (laughs) at this point. And so, so he goes, do you work for Story Brand? And I went, yes. (laughs) He's like, no way. I love StoryBrand and I use it and it is so helpful to me. And uh, then he's like, I'm in fundraising and I would love to know, you know, more about how to utilize the StoryBrand framework in fundraising. I said, Bryn, we are doing a series on the podcast right now where callers call in and we answer their questions. Would you call in, you know? <laughs> And ask your question and then we'll like create a uh, a whole episode around it because I know there are people like you out there, maybe hiking in the White Mountains right now, <laughs> who have this same question. So, JJ, Hero Maker, we have a question from Bryn this week. Hi, April. This is Bryn Clark. I'm the executive director of Compass Path, a small nonprofit, and I'm also a fundraising consultant. I love the model you all provide for marketing. As someone who does a lot of fundraising, I'm curious how you might see some of your marketing practices and principles function in the context of raising money. Thanks. First off, it's amazing he got cell coverage out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, he called when he got home. Yes. So. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Okay, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. I lo- <laughs> this is such a classic April story. It makes me so happy. Like, I'm not sure there really is a more magical moment for you where you can then also talk about story brand. Like, <laughs> I know. You were living the dream. Well, I am so excited you'd met Bryn, and I am so excited for this question because, like you said, I think so many people out there struggle with this because they're in the fundraising space and they go, all right, how do I apply the story brand framework to fundraising? So today we brought on Casey First, one of our story brand certified guides to talk about this specifically. And she really goes into how to use pieces of the story brand framework, the brand script itself in your marketing and messaging. And so just a reminder for everybody, the story brand framework is the framework that powers all of your marketing and messaging and shows you how to invite customers into a compelling story by first identifying the seven elements of story. So the talking points that help create a clear message. So what does your customer want? What is the problem they're experiencing? How do you position yourself as a guide? How do you give them a plan that ultimately calls them to action and then show them how this product or service can help them avoid failure and live in a world where they actually have great results and great success? And if you're interested in creating those talking points for your brand, you can go to mystorybrand.com where you can actually fill out an online version of of the story brand brand script. And I wanted to talk about that just for a second because Casey really dives into three elements specifically 
from the brand script that fundraisers can focus on in order to create a clear and compelling message that invites donors into a story where they can be the hero and they can ultimately make a difference in the world. And in fact, she actually surprised me with a suggestion that I've never given or never heard anybody else give before. So I'm so excited for you to hear my interview today with Casey first. Casey, thank you so much for joining us. We wanted to bring you on because I know that you've worked with many nonprofits and fundraisers in particular, people who are, you know, trying to raise funds for a variety of different projects, not just nonprofit themselves. But you have worked with a lot of people in this industry. And I think you and I both know a lot of people who are in this space really feel the burden of having to raise funds for projects that ultimately are going to change the world, right? So (laughs) we know that it's going to make a big difference in people's lives where this money is going to get allocated. And so fundraisers feel huge pressure on their shoulders to get this right because they want to make a difference in the world. How have you seen that play out in when people get ready to create marketing messages and get ready to fundraise? Like what kind of pressure do you see when you're working with people who are fundraising? Oh my gosh. I mean, it's, it's huge, right? I mean, it's not just the weight of like, you need to accomplish a job. It's the weight of you have to accomplish the mission of an organization. And and that's significant. And frankly, for fundraisers, they're not in it for the money themselves. So that's more important to them than, than checking something off a list and saying, I was successful at my job. Um, and, and, and I think that the trick is that for a lot of fundraisers, they go straight to the ask, they go straight to the money piece of it. And they frankly, just miss the message altogether, right? They just don't see the value of the message oftentimes. And so I'm excited to be talking about this today. I think there's huge value in helping fundraisers understand that they they have enormous power and they have enormous potential when they get their message right. Yes, that makes me so happy to hear you say that because I do find a lot of times that fundraisers do that. They, I mean, the people you're going to talk to know you're going to ask, right? (laughs) For the most part, like, you know, like it's not, it's not a surprise that people are, that when a nonprofit is coming to you to share the story, especially if you've invited them in by giving them an email or going to an event, we know when we show up for those things and when we give our emails that we're going to be asked. So that's not a surprise. And really by focusing on creating a clear message up front, and inviting donors into a story that they get to be a part of, that's actually going to make a huge difference. And so you have worked with, like I said, a ton of different people and organizations who are fundraisers. And through that process, you have really noticed that there are a few areas of the brand script in particular that we should be paying attention to. And specifically, Bryn, you need to be paying attention to these pieces of the brand script when you're creating your message for fundraising. So I'd love for you to share with our hero maker how they can use the brand script to really amp up that message and invite donors into a story. So the the number one thing that we need to realize is that the the very same things that that inspire us to buy a widget when we're scrolling Instagram are the same things that inspire us to give to causes that that we are compelled to give to. And that thing is that it solves a problem, right? Unless there's a problem, unless you're solving something, there's no reason to give to you. But too often fundraisers and and nonprofits in general assume because they're sick of talking about the problem they solve, that their donors already know it and they already feel it. Just this week, I was on a nonprofit website and at the headline of their website and most of their front page was taken up with this message of, 
we're going to match every dollar, right? We've got this great matching gift and kudos to them for getting that matching gift. That's enormous in the fundraising world and super critical to, to big campaigns, especially ones that are time sensitive. The problem is they've missed the boat because they aren't talking about the problem they solve. They're going straight to that solution. Right. So if they had spent some time in that message instead talking about how their local community and families are suffering under the weight of addiction and substance abuse. And when an adult abuses the the kid can't get to school and that's how their organization jumps in and helps them. I am so much more likely to give that matching gift is important because it's going to help me give more. But it's not important in getting the initial investment from me, the initial engagement. So when we can talk about the problem that we solve and really dig into the heart of that and reach out and speak to people's hearts, we're more likely to capture their hearts and their gifts in the end. So that's number one. That's the problem space. And that is so huge because the problem that most fundraisers are helping to overcome is huge, right? It's a big problem. And so sometimes we go, well, I'm not sure people want to hear about that anymore. And we also, I think, as fundraisers, don't want to take advantage of the pain that other people are experiencing for the sake of raising funds. And it is sometimes what it feels like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that when we overdo it, when we when we're going too deep and the manipulative kind of space and it's icky, right? And for fundraisers, there's that's often a really big gray space and it comes down to where are we comfortable landing in that? The, the fact of the matter though is unless you're solving a problem, there's no reason to give to your organization. Um, and, and oftentimes the other thing, that, the other space that fundraisers go is, yeah, but my problem isn't as big as others, right? So I might be doing something really great for kids but I'm not actually saving lives. I'm just making their lives better. And that's something that we just need to get rid of that language, right? Nonprofits exist for a reason, and that is serving a certain population. And, and obviously there that exists. And if it's compelling enough, it's going to survive because people are going to be drawn to supporting it. So we have to live into that. We have to dive deep into what's the problem we solve, and we have to help people to feel that problem deeply. So important. Identifying the problem you're solving and talking about it over and over and over again is really key for fundraisers in particular when they're going out and trying to increase donations and get new funders. Creating great customer experiences start with having a full picture and having the full picture starts with having teams that are connected. HubSpot helps your teams feel so connected that they can finish each other's sales pitches. (laughs) Yep, that kind of connected. HubSpot CRM platform is carefully crafted from the ground up, designed to unite your data, apps, and teams in a single easy-to-use system. So instead of wasting valuable time tracking down information, your teams can spend their time having conversations where it matters most with your customers. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. And now, back to the show. What else in the brand script do fundraisers need to be focusing on? Yeah, so another one that I'm, oftentimes I find gets missed is the plan, right? In StoryBrand, we talk about the plan. The three Typically, we say it's a three-step plan that helps move them from where they are to the action step. In fundraising, the action step is make the gift. So let's just imagine this in a space of um, we want them to make a gift. Um, For fundraisers, and and here's the thing is this is typically true uh, for, for less seasoned fundraisers, more than more seasoned fundraisers. Asking for the gift can be kind of stressful and a little awkward and something that you really have to get good at. Before, before you're 
ready to, to do it without prompting kind of a thing. So when we create a plan and we name it up front, we're actually taking some of that awkwardness out of it for both the fundraiser and for the people being asked because we're telling them ahead of time, here's how this conversation is going to happen. Here's how we're going to make it work. So what does that look like for a fundraiser? So if I'm a fundraiser and I'm going to visit you, JJ, and you're a potential donor, what I want to say to you ahead of time, whether that's in an email or a phone call or or whatever means I'm using to communicate is, JJ, it's going to look like this. When we sit down and talk, I want to hear from you. I want to know what is it that compels you to be involved in our organization? How did you get here? What did you learn about us? Why is this important to you? The second thing I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you some things that we have going on that align with some of the things you're passionate about. And finally, I'm going to ask ask you for a gift. And and here's the thing, isn't that fundraising space what maybe it's a first visit and you're not really ready to like nail that I'm going to ask you for a gift. You just want to get to know them. You might change that a little bit. Or if it's a major gift and you're walking in ready to ask for that million dollar gift, you're maybe even going to say, I'm going to ask you for a gift that's going to be a stretch based on your past giving. But I just really feel like you're going to be compelled to do so. When you state that up front, it takes the awkwardness away from you. They know why you're coming. And they're expecting it. And frankly, donors like to be asked, right? I mean, there's just something really um, ego building about being asked for a gift. Like, that's cool. It is. And I think also for me, you know, coming from this space myself, where I, especially I was very young when I first started getting into fundraising and working with nonprofit, I was right out of college. And so I was going in to meet with adults and I felt like I was a child, you know, and I I think I felt, I felt like I was begging for money or I was, you know, and the reality is the people who are engaged in the work, they want to help and they want to know what else they can do. You know, they've helped to a certain level. And if they can't, if they actually can't afford it, and it's not something that they can be a part of, they're not going to. But for the most part, people want to be engaged with this work. They just don't know how. They don't know where to step in. And the thing that fundraising professionals have taught me is that asking for the gift is actually giving them a gift, right? When we give, we feel good. We feel like, and and for faith-based organizations, we feel like it's a part of our faith, right? So when we're asking people for a gift, we're giving them an enormous opportunity to live out their life's calling. And that's amazing. And I love how you put that, though, in the context of a plan. When you come in with a plan and you say, you know, here's how this is going to go, or this is where we're going to go, is actually we're going to identify where your where is your heart in all of this and where do you want to be? And then ultimately, here are some things that match that. And then here is the need, you know, based on what we're talking about here. You know, if you work for a house building organization, it's like there's actually four houses that need to be built and we're going to ask you to fund four of those. Or, you know, we are looking for a month worth of food banks, food bank food donations, you know, and we're actually going to set that up based on where your heart is and where your desire is and your past giving. And then we're going to move into this space and and setting that up ahead of time just takes it all. You're right. It just takes the awkwardness out of the conversation to say, this is how it's going to go. I think that's that right there, Casey, is such a gift to especially new fundraisers. To be able to say, if you go in with a plan and make the plan, you know, known to the people you're coming to talk to, that it's just going to help things so much more. Yeah. One more quick, and this is a good final tip. Um, in the in the 
guide space of the brand script. This is where we say, here's why you should give to our organization. Now, clearly there's reasons, there's things that we should include, how many people we serve, um, the percentage of the, the gift that goes to the, to, the, to the actual recipients, that kind of a thing. Those things are important. One of the best things that we can do in this space is to build authority by sharing donor stories. Uh, and again, this is the testimonial space. This is, this is something that's actually an honor for donors to be asked to be featured as one of your donors. So uh, featuring them is wonderful. It also helps to elevate your organization and it helps other people to see that uh, you're trustworthy. So if JJ is giving to this organization, it must be legit. I'm also going to feel comfortable giving. And, and I think that's just a tip that all, all fundraisers should just grab a hold of and just implement it in your websites right now. That is huge because we often put testimonies of the people we serve or who are the recipients of the work, which is needed. You have to have that as well. But very rarely do people put testimonies of the donor. I think that's fantastic right. because then what you're saying, it's exactly everything. Oh, I'm just, I, I don't want to repeat everything you just said, but it just got me so excited because I actually have not ever heard that as an advice before for fundraisers. Put a testimony of the people who you serve. Yes. Like the lives that were changed 100%, but you are also serving the donor. That's what Casey just said. When we talked about asking for the gift, you are giving a gift to the donor when they are able to participate in the work. And so give a testimony of the donor because you served them as well. And when you have that on your page in your authority, it really shows that as a donor, you can change lives and your life can be changed as well. I love that. Oh, that makes me so happy. I've actually never given, I've never given that advice and I've never heard somebody give that advice. And I think that's actually really fantastic. Agreed. Casey, this conversation has been so helpful. And, and Bryn, I know the work that you're doing is so great. And I know that these tips alone are going to help you actually engage more donors and be confident in your fundraising. Because I think that's it's so much about stepping in with confidence that you're doing the right thing and talking to the right people and saying the message in the right way that people are going to respond when you walk in with a plan, when you walk in with understanding the problem you solve, and ultimately showing how their lives can be changed in the process as well. Yeah, that's also true, right? And I think, you know, fundraisers know it to be true, uh, but it, it, it's helpful to repeat it here. And the number one reason that people don't give is because they aren't asked. So put that give button, put that call to action button everywhere on your sites and, and just stand boldly in your guidedness um, as the fundraiser and helping to guide them to to doing better in the world. And, and it, good luck, right? Like it's there's so much out there that needs to be done. Fundraisers just... Are, are so important to the world. And we're grateful that you're doing it well. Casey, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. This was fantastic. Thank you, Casey, for sharing with our hero makers how to make their next fundraising campaign a great success. And if you are stuck trying to figure out how to apply the story brand framework into your marketing and your next fundraising campaign, you can hire a story brand certified guide like Casey First. Just go to marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create marketing that works. Well, Hero Maker, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. 
for everybody in the fundraising space, what I want you to do is I want you to go talk to a donor who recently gave, and I want you to get a testimony from them. I want you to hear from them what kind of problems or feelings or struggles were they having before they began to engage with your nonprofit or fundraising campaign. That's the first step. What were they frustrated with? What were they struggling with? What did they want to see changed in the world? Write that down. Then have them talk about how they worked with you to make a change in the world. So what was it that they were involved in that actually overcame the problem they just talked about? And then finally, have them talk about what their life is like now and what the results were of them giving to your fundraising campaign and being a part of this change in the world. So you want all three of those parts. What were they struggling with or frustrated with? How did they engage with your fundraising campaign to change the world? And then what were they feeling or how was life like for them after they had engaged? If you can get a donor testimony, what that does is it just adds to your authority in the fundraising space. It shows other potential donors that you have the ability to help people be a part of amazing change in the world. So yes, you definitely want testimonies from the people that you have actually served with your fundraising campaign and the difference that your fundraising campaign made in their lives, but make sure to get a testimony from a donor and put that on your webpage, put that in your email campaigns as well. That will give you even more authority and show people that their lives can be changed by partnering with the work that you are doing. And like Casey said, when you allow people to be a part of the work that you are doing, you are giving them a gift. I know so often it feels heavy and hard to ask people for money. And we feel like, well, you know, maybe there's other more important things in the world that they could give to, or maybe not. No, do not shy away from the work that you are doing. The work that you are doing is making a difference in the world. And when you ask donors to be a part of the projects that you're working on, you are giving a gift to them. You are bringing value to their lives as well as the lives of the people you serve. Never forget that. Asking somebody to be a part of life-changing work is a gift. And you want to make sure in your messaging, you are communicating that clearly because what that does is it shows the value that you bring to the life of your donor and how you ultimately are helping them solve a problem as well, which really makes them the hero of the story as well. That's why we call you Hero Maker. That's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. Hey, you cannot stop me, you cannot stop me. Go.